0: Hello guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the upbeat dietitians podcast. We are joined today by a brand new guest, Jenna Hunter, and we are going to have her talk all about budget friendly and time friendly meal planning and cooking tips today.
1: Jenna is a dietitian who loves to create simple, nutritious meals while practicing balance and everything in moderation. In her free time, Jenna creates budget-friendly, and time-friendly meals on Instagram and TikTok. You can find her at The Healthy Hot Pet, and during the day, she's pursuing her doctorate degree. We are so excited to share this episode with you guys. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, or welcome to the Upbeat Dietitians Podcast, and welcome, Jenna. We are so excited to have you here. No,
2: thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
1: So- We're as you probably saw the title, you'll know what we're talking about today. But we are going to jump into all things budget, time friendly meal planning, meal prepping, and cooking tips um, something everyone can learn from. And Jenna is a pro with this with all the recipes she posts online. (laughs) But before we get into all of it, Jenna, we'd like to hear a little bit more about you to kind of get that more personal approach, tell or let pe- the people know <laughs> what yeah, you sure. do, kind of a day in the life, um, and then any like what, maybe your education, background, hobbies, all that fun stuff.
2: Great. Sounds good. So I am currently a registered dietitian. I got my undergraduate at West Virginia University, then my master's at Marshall, and now I'm getting my doctorate at University of Dayton in leadership studies. Um, A current day in the life for me, really, I just wake up around nine, do a little content creation. Today, I actually filmed like three recipes, and usually I film like three to four recipes a day. And then depending on the day, I'll either have class or I'll just do some schoolwork or my research. And then at night, I have an adult beverage, put on my favorite movie, and just hang out. (laughs)
0: Oh, that's the dream. I'm, yeah. that is it. That I'm is very it. impressed by like the three to four recipes a day. Like that's, that's a lot of work. That's impressive.
2: Oh, that, I mean, I kind of like it. And also since my genre is like very easy recipes, like mm. they're kind of done within 30 minutes. So it's like, all right, I'll just make my like three meals for the day or like my four meals for the day and just chow down when I'm
0: done. That's the one beauty of being like in the, I don't know if you call yourself a food blogger, but like in the recipe creation mm-hmm. space as you get to eat. Whatever you make, which is so I'm right, sure exactly. grand <laughs> and so efficient with your time. You're like, Yeah. Now
1: we're meal prep for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and you have your content. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so fun. So I feel like we've already started talking about it. We already started talking about like yeah. how you meal plan. <laughs> <laughs> but what are some benefits you think? comes from like meal planning and cooking at home? Well, we can start with meal planning first. Well, first
2: and foremost, I would say, like you guys probably heard this all the time too, it saves money Um, compared to door dashing and all that stuff. It really does like save a good chunk of money. Second of all, you can make whatever you want. I don't know if you guys grew up in a household where like everything you ate was like very controlled and like monitored. And so like I'm leaving my childhood dream of making whatever I want and eating whatever I want. <laughs> So that's another benefit to it. And also it's just kind of like a fun little project. Just, you know, have your favorite songs playing in the background, just cook. And um, also you get to learn new kitchen skills and learning new kitchen skills, in my opinion. And if you can cook, that's hot to me, in my opinion. <laughs> but um, also just meal planning and prepping just kind of saves you time and energy throughout the week. Cause you know, after an eight hour shift you're just tired and don't want to cook. So meal peppering comes in and comes handy. Fumbling my words.
0: <laughs> Welcome to my life. This podcast is like basically just me like saying gibberish for forty five minutes per episode. Yeah.
2: Um, no, I apologize in advance. Like sometimes when I'm nervous, my
0: words just like get fumbled and
2: all jumbled. So I'm sorry. You. Don't apologize.
0: I'm telling you, if you went back to like the first like 30 episodes of ours, it's just us just like stammering for an hour at a time. Like we, we were <laughs> so nervous was, too. It was hard to edit.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, bet. yeah. Of, I love how you brought in like relaxation with like the music. With meal planning yeah. and then like developing new skills. And then also if like for a romance, rom- the romantic part of your <laughs> life, you can have like a date or attract others with your cooking skill. <laughs> Such a,
0: a versatile skill. Yeah. It can do so much for you. <laughs> it's just something fun too, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: It really is. And I like how you tied it into like living out your childhood dreams. Emily and I, this, uh, this podcast is very heavily focused on like intuitive eating and food freedom and mm-hmm. all of those things. And I don't know if we said it on here before Emily, but I say it a lot with people that I like work with that, like, how do I want to say it? Like, if you have come from a place, whether it was like in your childhood or like a really strong dieting history where you were just eating kind of like boring, bland foods that you were like told that you had to eat, like following a meal plan, mm-hmm. for example, that can be one, like, such glorious piece of that food freedom as you get to like cook and it it can sometimes be a hassle and a chore and we'll talk about how to make it more fun maybe right. a little bit later but I think if you kind of shift that perspective and like see that it can be like a fun way to like live out your childhood dreams for example or kind of rebel against dieting or whatever your situation is mm-hmm. I think it kind of helps you to enjoy it a little bit more
2: No, I agree. It really does. Like this morning I had ice cream for breakfast. Oh, Uh, I couldn't do that growing up. So
0: (laughs) That's so awesome. The dream. That is
1: the dream. (laughs) Like any child would freak out over that.
0: Exactly. (laughs) That's so awesome. Well, I don't know if there's a super long winded answer to this question, but do you feel like anybody can benefit from meal planning or is there like a certain group of people that you feel like would really find a lot of benefit from it?
2: Um, honestly, I really think like anybody can benefit from meal planning, but the specific group of people who could benefit the most are the people with the busy work schedules or really people who struggle with energy during the work week. Like, you know, just that eight hour work day. Like I'm sure like you guys know, and also just like from our internship too, that we were talking about before you just feel drained after and like, you just don't want to cook. So you make like, um, not saying ramen's bad, but like, you know, you just want to make an instant meal, you know, you're just tired. So, um, also also the people who kind of like want to control what they eat a little bit, like people who want to gain weight or lose weight, they can count up the calories in whatever way. And also like
0: people who want to eat a balanced diet. That's true. It helps you to kind of make choices that feel good for you. And like whatever you're kind Mm -hmm. of aiming to work towards, it really helps to we, I don't know how to describe it either. I'm, I'm bad at words today as I usually am. Um, (laughs) I think it's finding that balance between like giving you structure, but also being flexible with it too, where not everyone finds it super helpful to like plan and prep every single meal for every single day for the entire week, but others do. And that's great. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it kind of goes into our next question because I do often hear a lot from people that, They hear the word meal planning or prepping and get like really nervous and kind of like it's off-putting to them because they think of that. They think of like all day Sunday, Tupperware everywhere, super expensive, Mm -hmm. same like microwave chicken six days in a row. So for our listeners who maybe feel that way and want like a more flexible approach, like what advice would you have for those people who are pretty nervous and apprehensive about all this?
2: I could totally understand like why people would feel that way because when I first got into this program of nutrition, I was kind of like that way, you know, like um, kind of developed a little bit of like anorexia because I was so concerned on like what to make, what to eat and like what to prep for that week. But really for like people who feel that way, um, I don't know if this would really just be, this works for my brain when I was in that kind of situation. Um, again, make it a fun activity. Like it doesn't have to be that hard. And it also doesn't have to be like in Tupperware or anything just, and also you don't have to make the same thing for the week. Like you can make three different meals for that week. And really just, like I said, making it a fun activity that a lot.
1: That's a, a good point to make because like, it doesn't need to be this cut and dry, well, the Tupperware situation with it and rice and vegetables every day
0: right Um,
1: you can kind of make it however you deem fit and since you were coming from that space maybe the more like restrictive meal planning it shows that like you could you can adjust and learn (laughs) we are all very capable of that yeah Um, exactly but just trying it is one of the most important things exactly if it doesn't work that's okay
2: you can (laughs) Exactly. Something else. It's not supposed to be this intense activity. It's just, Hey, you're yeah. making food to nourish yourself for the week.
0: Just exactly. have fun with it. Have fun with flavors. Exactly. Yeah. And I always point out too, that it'll even vary like from week to week for most people, like on those really busy weeks, maybe it would help to like do a little more planning. And then other weeks you can mm-hmm. kind of maybe lay low a little bit and kind of just like go by the seat of your pants a little more than usual. It just depends. I think That's where the planning piece is the most important though, is looking ahead at the week and saying, okay, I've got just like meetings and appointments every day. The kids have sports, like whatever it is, how are we gonna manage all that on top of like feeding the family? (laughs) That could be a really good time to like do more meal planning versus other weeks where it is maybe laying a little bit lower. It could be easier to do a little bit less of that. It just depends. And that's, I think the bottom line is it's a spectrum of like how much planning and prepping that you're gonna do every week. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, I say we get into like the budget side of this because the other big piece of this that I often hear in terms of like, oh, I don't know about this. It sounds a little bit expensive is like the price point of it. So what are your thoughts on that? Like what tips do you have for our listeners who are a little bit apprehensive because they feel that meal planning is usually super pricey?
2: Yes. So meal planning can be pricey, especially nowadays with these crazy grocery (laughs) bills. Oh my God. But um, some tips that like um, I've like learned while being a content creator and like creating recipes for the past like two years, uh, Google what fruits and vegetables are in season and then buy those fruits and vegetables depending on what season it is because usually that produce is super cheap. Also, a lot of people like I see on social media too, a lot of people demonize canned and frozen products, mm-hmm. which I think is just the dumbest thing. <laughs> like in my <laughs> like canned and frozen products are so cheap and they're like they're still great as fresh like compared to fresh products too. So um yes, canned and frozen and also, this is just like a little tip I learned working at a bakery in high school. Um, usually bakeries, at the end of the day, they, it's horrible. They throw all their baked goods out, kind of. They just waste everything. So if you go to a bakery, at the end of the day, they usually give you, like, products half off or free. So uh, that's what I do.
1: That's a really so good. Tip that is very good tip yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go try to get as much like bread as possible
2: yeah. <laughs> no I know like there's a bakery like close to here that sells like cheese danishes so I like sometimes mm. I'll, I'll hop over there at like five o'clock and they close at like five thirty. you'll be like what
0: you got? One? <laughs> yeah yeah, it's genius oh my gosh
1: I also very much agree with the the canned frozen foods get yes. so much hate and like there are. It's okay to eat them. Exactly, you, you will be okay. They are very comparable to fresh produce, and from a like a shelf stable life, shelf stability. Right. Standpoint, they are going to last much longer than fresh products.
2: Exactly. And like they really are kind of cheaper than fresh products most of the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I see a lot of people like demonize canned products because of like the sodium content, but that's what preserves them. And also, hey, that's a free electrolyte. So I don't know. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <Free>
0: electrolyte.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even if you like really were concerned, you could like rinse them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So mm-hmm. there's something we can do about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think in a similar, so a similar um, fashion, I saw a post recently that said this, that of course I like agreed with, it was saying like, if you add a dressing to your salad, like you're still getting all the nutrients from the salad, just like if you eat like canned broccoli and I don't know if broccoli is ever canned, canned green beans, will say, instead of like fresh green beans, like it's still a green bean, like it's still nutrient dense and everything. So mm-hmm. if that really is a way to help you eat more veggies, then do that. That's great.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it still has its fiber, it's vitamin yeah. C, like it's fine. You know?
1: Yes. I'm sure people will enjoy hearing that because they hear us talk about it sometimes, but they're probably sick of it. So <laughs> yeah. it's good to hear from someone else as well. Oh. Um, what are some, so we've talked about kind of like, there's the budget side of meal planning and then there's also like the time side of it. I feel like that's another really big because what kind of what Hannah alluded to, like that like Sunday meal prep day idea. We have our whole day. That's all you're doing. You're only cooking. You only have a one day mm-hmm. weekend because <laughs> you're cooking the other half. What are some time-friendly tips to make like meal planning and cooking a little bit more accessible in maybe a busy life?
2: Um, One thing that I learned that has really time in half for me is use tinfoil and parchment paper to cover every surface that you're cooking on. Like say you're baking something or like air frying something or using a toaster oven and using a tray. Um, every, like I use tinfoil, parchment paper, cuts my cleaning time in half. Um, another thing I would suggest too is Honestly, like I've noticed using kind of like compactable items and Googling ways to cook within these compactable items has also cut time in half. Like uh, one example, like lately I've been doing is cooking my pasta um, in the microwave and it takes like eight minutes to cook the pasta instead of boiling it for 20 minutes. But that's like, that's the tips I have. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. I know this is kind of like this next question, but... (laughs) I really find the air fryer very useful. <laughs> I feel like like I've used the air fryer a lot and it kind of really cuts, cuts like my baking time in half or like heating up time in half. So um, yeah, those are my answers.
1: <laughs> I mean, that is true. It is like a very quick with the air fryer. It is very fast and compact so if like you don't have much time you can just click it i don't think i've ever cooked pasta in my microwave I <laughs> <know>. <laughs> oh, that's genius
2: no it's like i learned this from another TikToker actually like um you just put your pasta like as much as you want how hungry you are salt water microwave for like five minutes stir it up and microwave again for three minutes and then it's done drain the water wow. so because i love pasta
1: yeah Dang, and so you pretty. wait, you like, you wait so long for it to just boil. Yes. That I mean, actually like, takes eight minutes. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, like it cuts it up, like cuts time, like maybe four minutes, but still time is time. It adds know? up.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, One tip that I like to give out to people is if the time thing is like your biggest barrier and you're like, I'm absolutely not doing this because of the time, mm-hmm. because maybe you do envision the classic, like all day Sunday kind of thing. I always say that you can prep ingredients, not whole meals, which is what I tend to do. Like I will like cut the vegetables up. So all I got to do is like throw them into the stir fry for whatever day I'm going to have it. Or I will like put chicken in a marinade so that all I got to do is like throw it on the grill or in the oven or whatever, when I get home. So if that kind of helps you to maybe feel a little bit less nervous about like the time commitment, um, again, like it's a spectrum, like find whatever amount of time works for you and your family if it's not going to be helpful to do just like eight hours of planning and prepping on a Mm -hmm. sunday because not everyone wants the time wants to do that or has the time to do that no
2: exactly and you're like that's smart to pre-cut like vegetables and meats and like put them in a bag and freeze them for the week like that that's really smart too i saw that um i saw one content creator do that and i was like oh my god that's
0: brilliant brilliant and (laughs) speaking of the freezer like freezer meals like if you do have a day where you have time to prep like make like three, four or five different meals. That way on a Tuesday night, when you're super busy, all you got to do is throw it in the oven or the microwave or whatever. Exactly. I love it. And yeah. And also like people kind of demonize like
2: frozen meals too, which I think is like, I mean, I can understand like high in sodium, but at the same time, like, you know, like you said, people can't afford the eight hour day of meal planning. And, um, maybe the person ate all the meals that week and one day left over and they don't have the energy to cook. So, Hey, That pack of ramen or frozen meals, great.
1: Gets the job done. The convenience side of it is huge.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Especially when you're fatigued and tired. Exactly. I think the only tip I have to contribute is I like purchase like pre-packaged things. So Mm -hmm. like something I've been making a lot of is like Asian inspired dishes with like coleslaw mixes. And since I don't want to buy like why am I blanking on what cabbage, cabbage? I'm, like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm like what is that called <laughs> Monday uh, yes okay. I'm, it's the end of the day on a Monday <laughs> there's no thoughts no thoughts are occurring right now <laughs> but like cabbage and like whatever else goes into it I don't even know because I just buy the them <laughs> and I like dump it all in and I'm done that's great because then I don't like then I don't like waste the vegetables like trying to mm-hmm. find somewhere else somewhere even though I could like probably easily plan for a meal but that would take more thought that we don't always have mm-hmm. with the time or energy in this case I feel like that also kind of get demonized it's like oh mm-hmm. bagged vegetables mm. which goes in with that like canned and kind of frozen section I'm like this is still a vegetable
2: exactly We're okay it's <laughs> still got its nutrients. yeah still got its yeah. fiber. I saw your one video I le- I saved it it was the you did like soy sauce, garlic with like ground beef and the coleslaw over
1: rice. It's probably like, my is- egg roll in a bowl video. Yes. It's like mm-hmm. people are like freaking out right now. Yeah. <laughs> They're freaking out about the soy sauce. <laughs> no, yeah. I saw the egg roll in a bowl. I was like, that's brilliant. What the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emily
2: I, is in her I'm food a big blogging fan area. Of- I'm I, <laughs> the lazy girl. Yes. That is
1: I, yes, I'm thriving right now, but also you'd be surprised with how many. I'm like, Hannah, Hannah, I, Hannah, and I have talked about like hate comments before. Oh, I don't good. think I've ever seen hate comments on your videos, but also I might not just scroll enough <laughs> on your <laughs> comments to see to get to the hate because there's a lot of positivity. Um, but there's people will find the smallest things to be upset about in recipe. <laughs>
2: no oh I got so much hate I made um blue talkies from scratch I got so much hate on that video they're like oh talkies from Ohio and I'm like (laughs) I was just making talkies (laughs) Talkies Takis from Ohio yeah I was like okay
0: (laughs) I gotta admit like these trolls are just obnoxious and I hate them but sometimes they're really witty it makes me so are, mad yeah. the hate <laughs> comment is funny. I'm like, you don't deserve my laugh, but that's pretty funny.
2: No, I know. It's sometimes like they do like dark humor comments, and I'm like, oh yeah. I like, can't... like, oh <laughs> like yeah. you you insulted me, but that was freaking hilarious. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm still mad though.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mixed They're feelings. Silly. They're silly. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Well, we've gotten so many wonderful tips. We we like to kind of wrap up before we get into our bonus question that we kind of have already gotten to, but we'll still get more into it. Um, but we like to wrap up by kind of leaving the floor for any like last minute thoughts you might have or things that maybe we didn't ask you that you want to kind of throw in here. We always joke that like, if our listeners were to like jump to this point of the podcast, like what would you like really want them to hear? Like what would not be missable? Um, so the floor is yours. Like what else do you want to add? If anything from what we've already said today, or what's kind of the takeaway points you would give?
2: Mm, don't listen to diet culture everything in moderation yeah (laughs) Yeah. perfect (laughs) have ice cream for breakfast if you want it everything in moderation (laughs) yes
1: we love that ice cream for breakfast (laughs) and and thank you everyone for listening to today's episode thank you so much jenna for coming on if you want to hear jenna's answer our bonus question Go check out our subscription membership that we are still trying to find a name for, <laughs> um, but you'll have to tune in there to hear her thoughts. But we hope you took something away from today. There are a lot of really great tips. And Jenna, if our we also forgot in to include this on the outline, I was just um, gonna say, yeah, <laughs> if people if. The people want to hear more from you. Where can they find you? This is your time to shine. You can share like social media links, websites, whatever you want to share. We'll also tag it on the show notes so they can see there as well.
2: Okay. Um. Really, I'm just on TikTok and Instagram at the healthy hop That's the username. Just find me okay. there. I
1: mean, Love <laughs> it. We'll include it in the show notes but otherwise jenna thank you so much for coming on today it was an absolute pleasure uh we cannot wait to see what new recipes you come out with Mm -hmm. and thank you so much for coming on for having me cool this fun yes yes (laughs) well
0: thanks for listening everyone we will see you next week bye guys thanks for listening (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of The Upbeat Dietitians with your hosts Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson.
1: We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please
0: subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can
1: show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once
0: again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.